0: Good morning, friends. Today is Thursday, the 4th of February, 2021. Today we remember Cornelius the Centurion or Manch Mesimola. Or both. We could do both. That could be an and instead of an or. <laughs> Our readings this morning are Psalm 71, Isaiah 55, 1 through 13. Galatians 5, 1-15, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verse 27, through chapter 9, verse 1. It's going to be a bit of a whirlwind this morning, my friends, as I'm running a little short on time. I still haven't really been able to get into my daily rhythm this winter. Um, I feel like every time I kind of am getting there, something thwarts it. So last night it was staying late at work, which then pushed dinner late, which then pushed bedtime late, and then Made it a little bit tough to get up this morning. But at any rate, thank you for bearing with me. I really appreciate you, my friends. And without further ado, let's get started. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations. And in every place, incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the nations, says the God of hosts. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, That we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us. Through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has shown forth their glory. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God, you are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God has shown forth their glory. O come, let us worship. Psalm 72 Give the ruler your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a ruler's descendant. May they judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May the ruler defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy and crush the oppressor. May this ruler live while the sun endures, and as long as the moon, throughout all generations. May they be like rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. In their days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May they have dominion from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. May their foes bow down before them, and their enemies lick the dust. May the rulers of Tarshish and of the isles render our ruler tribute. May the rulers of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all the rulers fall down before ours. All nations give our sovereign service. All nations give our sovereign service. For they delivers the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. They has pity on the weak and the needy, and saves the lives of the needy from oppression and violence. they redeems their life, and precious is their blood in this ruler's sight. Long may our sovereign love. May gold of Sheba be given to them. May prayer be made for them continually, and blessings invoked for them all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. may it wave on the tops of the mountains. May its fruit be like Lebanon, and may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May their name endure forever, their fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in them. May they pronounce them happy. Blessed be our God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be God's glorious name forever. May God's glory fill the whole earth. Amen and Amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. A reading from Isaiah. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made David a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of your sovereign God, the Holy One of Israel, for God has glorified you. Seek God while God may be found. Call upon God while God is near. Let the wicked forsake their way and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to God that God may have mercy on them. And to our God, for God will abundantly pardon For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says God. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy, and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall be to God for memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle A, A Song of Wisdom Wisdom freed from a nation of oppressors, a holy people, and a blameless race. She entered the soul of a servant of God, withstood dread rulers with wonders and signs. To the saints she gave the reward of their labors, and led them by a marvelous way, She was their shelter by day and a blaze of stars by night. She brought them across the Red Sea. She led them through mighty waters. But their enemies she swallowed in the waves and spewed them out from the depths of the abyss. And then, God, the righteous sang hymns to your name and praised with one voice your protecting hand. For wisdom opened the mouths of the mute and gave speech to the tongues of a newborn people. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Galatians. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Listen. Listen. I, Paul, am telling you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. Once again, I testify to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obliged to obey the entire law. You who want to be justified by the law have cut yourselves off from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. The only thing that counts is faith, working through love. You were running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? Such persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough. I am confident about you in God that you will not think otherwise. But whoever it is that is confusing you will pay the penalty. But, my friends, why am I still being persecuted if I am still preaching circumcision? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would castrate themselves. For you were called to freedom, siblings. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people Thanks be to God. Canticle 16, the Song of Zechariah Blessed are you, God, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our parents Abraham and Sarah, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before God to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Jesus went on with their disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the way Jesus asked their disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered Jesus, John the Baptist, and others Elijah, and still others one of the prophets. Jesus asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about Jesus. Then Jesus began to teach the disciples that the incarnate must undergo great suffering And be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. Jesus said all this quite openly, and Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke Jesus. But turning and looking at Jesus' disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things but on human things. Jesus called the crowd with Jesus' disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them, the incarnate will also be ashamed when they comes in the glory of their creator with the holy angels. And Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here, who will not taste death until they see that the dominion of God has come with power. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God the Nurturer and Teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. We have many beautiful messages in our scripture readings today, and I'm I'm just going to go quickly through my thoughts on some of them. <clears throat> We've talked before about Psalm 71. Oh my goodness, I accidentally read 72. How interesting is that? Um, Well, so we've talked before about Psalm 72, and forgive me for reading the wrong one this morning, as both a prayer for and like an example of a good ruler. Like these are all the things that a good ruler should be. Gentle, caring for the needy. Um, righteous, you know all of these things, and so I think this is this psalm makes a really good prayer to pray as we enter into a new, um, what is hopefully a new era of leadership in our in our nation in in our world. I, I think those are my fervent prayers: is, is for a new kind of leading, a new kind of being, a new kind of society and, and global culture, and all of these things. Um, Isaiah reminds us, and you know what, folks, forgive me, it's going to be a little disjointed. I'm not even going to try to link it together. There is common threading throughout the messages, but I'm just going to go from one to the next for the sake of time. Isaiah reminds us to come to God for real sustenance. And that's hard for us to think about, um, Twice within the last year, I've had friends say to me, when my basic needs are not being met, food, shelter, comfort, you know, whatever you define as your very basic needs for life, then it's very hard for me to get past that and to pray for anything but these needs being met. And I can completely understand that. I mean, the reason that fear and scarcity are so powerful is because they are so visceral, you know? Um, And it's, it's incredibly difficult to tell ourselves or anyone else when you're starving, in whatever way that might be, that God has this all in God's hands and God has a greater plan more than our eyes have seen or our, our ears can conceive, you know, higher above us in the heavens is the scripture that we read today says. That's tough. That's really tough. And for me at least it helps to recognize These layers, to acknowledge that I am scared, that I am hungry, that I have gotten into a habit about worrying over provision for my son. To acknowledge that and to sink into that with God. And eventually, God guides me through the bottom of that layer and into something deeper. Into a reminder that this existence is not the only one. That even more important than this life, than this body, is the eternal life of my soul we've talked about this a little bit before that that is the perfect trust that we can have in god that our immortal souls are safe in god's hands no matter what happens in this lifetime on this earth and our reading from galatians tells us the only thing that counts is faith working through love. When we can keep our intention focused there, faith working through love, some of the other things seem a little more bearable. And when we think of the great saints and prophets in Our history, which is like everything else, mixed, but has beautiful people and deeds in it. Some of these beautiful holy ones that went before us, they were able to achieve peace amidst the most terrible circumstances. Deprivation of the worst kinds, wounding of the worst kinds. And that, I think, friends, is what we're searching for not the peace and security that is based on the very flimsy temporal things that can change our external circumstances, which in the end, we, we often we don't have a lot of control over. And I think that ordering our lives, being good stewards of what we have been given, Comes to us much more easily when we sink below that layer of striving for basic needs into the layer of the eternal. And it's there that we find the rhythm of our soul, the heartbeat of our eternal being, as it were. And I think this is what we're striving for. This is the true starvation is the not having the sustenance that comes from God. I know I skipped on to Galatians, but I want to circle back just for a little bit to something else in Isaiah. Um, Isaiah tells us to seek God where God will be found. And to me, that says go to the thin places. And there, I think a lot often, there are some communal ones, but I think often this is individual. Put yourself in the situation where you most hear God. Is that climbing to a mountaintop? Is that hiking along a quiet stream in the forest? Is that listening to a beautiful song? Is that praying the liturgy? is that spending time with a child and hearing your beloved laugh. Wherever these places are that we find God, we must go there. It's not that God is ever far from us, but we sometimes have trouble accessing God. So wherever we find these doors or windows or portals to the divine we need to intentionally make space and time and circumstance in our lives to go and be there with God. Okay, back to Galatians again. I want to go on just a quick sidetrack. You know, it's interesting to me how much of the Bible is taken I don't even want to say literally, because I don't think that's quite it, but we'll we'll go with that. Taken literally or at face value without without taking the context around it. Um, and yet this one is not very often taken that way about the circumcision. Like there seems to be some sort of understanding that circumcision is an example of a religious practice. And that the point here is that the way is through Christ not through ritualism and that we do not have to all adopt the rituals of the culture in which Christ lived during the incarnate's time on earth in order to be like Christ. Like we seem to all get that, that we don't need to go back and observe, not go back, that's not the right word, but we don't need to all Become observers of traditional Jewish culture and law in order to access Christ. So I would pray that we can apply the same contextual understanding to other passages of the Bible. And I think that we really need to acknowledge here that there is a difference between Christ and what has become known as Christian culture, and that our siblings in Christ need not assimilate themselves into what has developed as our Christian culture in order to access Christ. You know, I think about my friend who does not find God in church. It is not one of her thin places. She finds God in nature. So often when she needs to access God, she, she doesn't make an extra trip to church. She goes and hikes a mountaintop. And I think that that is perfectly okay, and it can be applied in a much broader perspective. So I think that's something we need to be aware of. Um, in our gospel reading from Mark, I think Jesus is echoing everything that we've just talked about with the seeing more and going deeper and shedding our false self um I've been I've been listening to an audiobook When the Heart Waits by Sue Monk Kidd and um it's a the story of her midlife spiritual journey and I think about what she has said that she came to this point where God invited her through this really excruciating and also beautiful process of Letting go her false self and becoming her true self. And I think this is, and I, I'm oversimplifying, forgive me, but I think this is a lot of what Jesus is talking about here when he when he says, Let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. I don't think this is particularly a call to martyrdom, but it, it's a call to shed all those things we were just talking about, the the culture and the expectation and the whatever the false self has been that has focused on that top layer of basic corporeal needs and and it might be more than you know food and shelter it might be achievement as as Sumon Kidd says. Um, It can be a lot of things, but that's all, that's not, that's not on the spiritual Christ level that we're looking for here, right? Um, And so I think that Christ is saying to us, go deeper, let this go. all of these things that you have been desperate for, let them go. Give that up to me. Follow me in a way that is both inward and outward and cohesive and integrated and deeper and older and truer than any of the guidelines and expectations that, though sometimes helpful also sometimes get in the way. I don't know if I'm expressing that clearly enough, but I certainly hope I am. So may we, as Peter, receive the gentle rebuke and set our mind on divine things. And we will find that the human things become more ordered for us, or at the very least more bearable. We transcend them when we go deeper with Christ into the divine, when we remember that the only thing that counts is faith working through love. Amen. Thanks for going with me on that somewhat convoluted journey, my friends. I apologize for meandering all over the place, but I hope the Holy Spirit was able to to take all of that and make something that was helpful for you, for us. Let's continue with the prayers found on page 97 of the Book of Common Prayer. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We'll use suffrages set A. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. The Collect for this, the fourth week after the Epiphany. Almighty and everlasting God, you govern all things, both in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the supplications of your people and in our time grant us your peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we surely trusting in your defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our savior. Amen. Let's use as our prayer for mission, the prayer of St. Francis, God, make us instruments of your peace where there is hatred let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive... It is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And now, in sacred silence, let us lift up, circle, and hold in the light those whom the Spirit has placed upon our hearts for prayer. Amen. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior Jesus Christ Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Holy Eternal Majesty, Holy Incarnate Word, Holy Abiding Spirit, bless us forevermore. Amen.